Welcome to the Legion Outriders podcast. Your source for the latest Legion news, opinion, and analysis. And now, the Outriders. Hello, Outriders. Welcome to your new Spider-Man podcast. It's all Spider-Man all the time. That menace must be stopped. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. We're not going to talk about Spider-Man because two or three of the Outriders right now have seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, Okay, we're going to pause the the podcast. We're going to stop recording. You're going to go watch it. We'll come back. And then we still won't talk about spoilers because that's what, not what we're about. But uh, uh, John and Dan here in the studio. How are you guys doing? Doing great. I actually did go see Spider-Man last night. Y- yes, you did. Amazing movie. Go check it out. No spoilers. I thought Amazing Spider-Man was a couple years ago. Uh, well, it's good. Go see it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was very confused. Let's try to choke back spoilers. <laughs> now I'm going to have to convince the missus to see it because we just recently saw Ghostbusters. Which was amazing, by the way. Yeah, that was the fun. That was real fun. Uh, but it, it's taking a bit to convince her to go out to the theater because we're still uh, being... Omicron you know, is raging on exactly. right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but no, it is on the to-do to get around to eventually. For a second, when the headlines broke about Omicron, I got a little excited that maybe a giant Decepticon was on the prowl, but... Oh, I, I for sure thought it was a Transformers thing. Y- yeah, 100%. But anyways. You didn't go to the Futurama reference? No, Omicron what's the Oh, Omicron Percy yeah, I yeah, eight, of yeah. course, because yes. why isn't why doesn't Ross, the largest of the friends, just consume the other yes, ones? Why, why does not the stronger COVID <laughs> just consume the weaker one? But anyway, yeah, that'd be a good one. That'd, that'd be very helpful. Be a bro. Yes, uh, but uh, uh, we got a bunch of news to cover uh, today, uh, both for Legion games in general and all that kind of stuff. But uh, let's yeah. go ahead and kick it on over to Dan. With our news. So yeah, Star Wars news. Uh, you guys see the Eclipse trailer? Yeah. Well, yeah. man. I mean, it's set in High Republic era, which honestly, I personally haven't been a fan of, but still, it well, looks amazing. you get to play with all the toys from the Clone Wars era without the clones, but you get a lot of Jedi. So I think that's where it's going to be kind of doing its thing. Oh, yeah, so still light on details, but the, I mean, from what was shown... Of course, it was a fully cinematic trailer, no gameplay. Right, right, yeah. Uh, But interesting, they threw some kind of like almost to prequels kind of stuff in there. You know, the Neimoidians... There, there was a Naboo Starfighter in oh, the yeah. background of no, something. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Like, That's why I was confused. Like, oh, this is Clone Wars. But it was like, where, where, what are all these Jedis and all these kind of things going on? But, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's kind of perfect. It'll probably be just on that bridging to right before, you know, old, old Shivipoo is <laughs> doing his little voodoos in the background. But, uh, yeah, yeah, but we'll have some very uh, familiar set pieces with like you said the trade federation and some other fun things to go and blow up yeah with force powers I might think. tie in with the uh, the acolyte show because that's rumored to be set at the end of the high republic era as well oh interesting okay, so, okay. we'll hmm. see if that if there's any tie-ins with that but yeah um I mean, it looks awesome. Uh, the other video game news I didn't put down is the star wars hunters had a new game pl- gameplay trailer out but I mean, if you love Zynga games what did they <laughs> add another Jawa to the trench coat <laughs> not quite <laughs> Then I don't care. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if you if you love a uh, hero team based arena type games, I guess we'll, we'll is, have to see when it comes out. That's I mean, absolutely our market. Yes, exactly. Uh, but yeah, Galactic Star Cruiser had some updates too. There were some pre- more preview videos shown off. 
I don't, oh, cool. I don't know if you did catch any of those. Uh, yeah. I heard something about one being put up, one being taken down, and then some different ones going out. Yeah, um, there was a little controversy in there, but eh. of we want to keep it positive here. Right, so. right. Maybe not the uh, best production they yeah. could have led with. Yeah, I'm like, come on, you're, you're a movie studio. You could have, like, anyway. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> my kid needed to do a project for film <laughs> school, so... <laughs> Uh, but if you're interested in getting in one of the earlier flights, some of the bookings have opened up because uh, at the 90 day mark, which has already passed for some of the first voyages. Oh, okay. Uh, anyone who had booked was required to pay the full amount. And people are backing days, out now. And some people aren't paying that full amount and they're starting to back out on that. So okay. uh, if you look at the calendar, some uh, voyages have opened up on that. So yeah. if you're interested in sneaking in right at the beginning there, um, I'm. Of course, very eagerly awaiting some of the first voyages to go out because, you know, all the YouTubers and whatnot will be on there. Oh, recording gosh, yeah. It's just and... going to be a sea of cameras the entire time <laughs> yeah. for at least the first several weekends, I'm sure. So, yeah, uh, very excited about that. At least see what's going on, what they did pull off. So, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I can't wait to hear early reports there. So, yeah, uh, I mean, other than that, it's just been a lot of uh, previews and things uh, other press stuff leading up to book a boba fett which is just you know oh, in man, we're so what, two weeks from two now weeks, yeah. God, yeah geez there's so much to watch right now why did they save all of this content for oh i guess they saved it for winter break but uh that makes sense witcher dropped we've got the expanse season six going on mm-hmm. uh hawkeye is still yeah got a couple episodes left it's uh it's a good time to be a nerd yeah no kidding wheel <laughs> of time is going on i started watching the shadow and bone that's been great it's good, right? yeah. yeah um and yeah then book of boba fett and Spoderman. Spoderman, Spoderman. <laughs> uh, but on to some drier news. Business. Mm, game business. business. Oh, good, because I had some wet clothes over yes. here. So, <laughs> uh, so where it's been going around, the, you know, I mean, we previously reported that Asmodee was looking for a buyer. Right, yeah. It was actually not that long ago. Yeah, just... Um, that seemed to go pretty fast. Yeah, because... actually, considering the at the speed of these kind of things move, it is actually pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, but the Embracer Group, our new overlords overlord, I guess. Do we need Hi. to em- embrace the Embracer Group? Uh, we must. We yes. must embrace them. <laughs> uh, currently owners of a lot of video game studios. Some like, quality ones in there. I'm like yeah. a fan of a lot of like, these. Literally 86 studios they own currently. Uh, THQ Nordic, Saber Interactive, um, one near and dear to my heart, Coffee Stain Studios, because oh, yeah. I love Satisfactory. Um, Gearbox, Coach Media, uh, the, and they have over 250 IPs with all those studios. Just crazy. Uh, but yeah, they are um, going to be buying Asmodee for 2.75 billion euros, and that's just a little over 3 billion US dollar. Man. No, that was, yeah. It was just sold in 2018, right? I think I remember reading that, that the. Asmodee had purchased FFG and all those other ones and was bought out in 2018, I think. Yeah, that's, it sounds about right and there, yeah. they had basically bought it for $1 billion, somewhere around a billion. So essentially they just pocketed, they doubled their value. I mean, that's pretty clear that yeah. that's what they intended to do the entire time. That's why they were gutting, you know, any, uh, any of the leaner lines so they can make it look as profitable yeah. as possible. And yay, good job. You killed our studio. You didn't kill our studio. I don't want to be negative. But definitely, <laughs> it's not the same place that we knew of a couple of years ago, and I'm pretty happy they're leaving. So I gotta say, I really hope that, or at least with new yeah, oversight, yeah. that they'll have a refocus on turning out quality products that we've known. Yeah, it, it, it looks like they really were doing all those things just to make themselves more appealing for a buyout. Which fine, yeah. if that's the case, cool. 
bring back some of the, the some of the the personnel that you had worked on these games because you've Holy got please. some great yeah. games. You yeah. know, and, and I'm 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 looking at this strictly from the AMG FFG standpoint. Right. Like the ones that we care about: Star Wars, Legion, X-wing. You know, personally, all, I care all about the RP, RPGs. All I'd the love RPGs. to see. Yeah. Like you have some great games. You have some great developers. You had some great teams working on those games. Bring this team back, like, yeah. or at least like get the band back together. At give, least. Yeah. yeah, give them the personnel and the the resources that they need to continue making quality games. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that this will be a more permanent home, and that they'll be refocusing on the product and turning out good stuff. Dan, what do you think? Well, I'm thinking more. This is more of an IP grab. Oh, really? Because uh, yeah, I mean, they already have all these IPs, and the since they're primarily a video game company, now they're moving into board games. They'll allow them to push their IP across both borders now, so they'll be able to use well, the IP in the in the in the board games in the video in the video into the board games. Yeah, I mean they they own. The, I mean one of the IPs they own is um, uh, Borderlands, and I know there's yeah. several Borderlands games okay. out there already, but yeah, it'll be a lot say, less licensing agreements. Yeah, they, that actually makes a little bit more sense now yeah. because actually, you know, AMG FFG they've got licenses for big properties like Star Wars and Marvel, but strictly in the board game format, so they couldn't really, you know, without doing I'm sure a separate deal for that. This is just armchair businessing right now. <laughs> but yeah, it makes a lot of sense if they're going to have a board game company, they can take those IPs, like you said, uh, like the Satisfactory board game yeah. or or, or uh, Borderlands, that kind of thing, and port that over and then have an outlet for merchandising and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And I mean, and these type of games already exist where they cross over, but it'll be a lot less expensive for them to produce because they don't have to pay licensing fees and all this other stuff. So yeah. It, yeah. L less red tape, less money spent. So with that being really? said, yeah, that that definitely seems like it would be a good indicator that we're going to have new product lines and everything coming. Hopefully, I mean, just uh, shooting from the hip there. Yeah. Uh, so Embracer did uh, make an announcement that the transaction will be completed in 2022. And they did announce specifically that Asmodee's management team will continue to operate with no immediate reorganization. Mm. So, Did they have, like, Andrew WK come out and, like, uh, play keyboard for a little while, do little <laughs> explosions going off? Uh, not quite, but they did also give <laughs> a presentation to Asmodee's uh, members of the Asmodee group to talk about this acquisition. And, yes, it was very dry. There was a lot of, you know... PowerPoint slides with lots of graphs and pie charts and everything on oh, them. Oh, boy. Uh, but one interesting little tidbit dropped in this. Uh, a miniature market logo showed up in the list of acquisitions by Asmodee in 2021. That was very quiet. I didn't hear yeah. anything about so that. So quiet yeah. that it like snuck out in this like business wow. <laughs> presentation. So miniature um, market. That yeah. That when I saw that 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 pretty much floored me. Uh, I'm. I'm curious if maybe they had it as a release valve to get rid of like slow moving product at like a big discount without you know i don't know just kind of you know boxes falling off the back of the truck oh yeah yeah you go you go <laughs> sell that now you know we don't need you know these 500 board games and we can't you know sell it on our, our website for less than manufacturer's price so that's what they have miniature market for i don't know yeah that's what i was curious i'm like are, are is now miniature market now going to be forced to sell asmity product at msrp well now that the, the cat's out of the bag yeah. i don't know that'll be interesting to see what happens well it seems like miniature market is a much better distribution model than asmity does the, maybe that's so, it maybe they're bringing yeah. it in for distribution uh, help well, that would make sense hot take I don't think it's going to help. <laughs> hey, let's, 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 we, let's keep our fingers crossed. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I mean, look forward to it. 
it, it all sounds good overall. And uh, yeah, I, I think mean, so. What does it mean for Legion? Probably no major changes that we're going to see down, you know, at our gamer level. Maybe less hiccups in the production line, maybe if we're lucky. Yeah. If we're lucky. Or yeah. or maybe an expansion or more assistance to like AMG or things like that for, uh, you know, budget and staffing and all that. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, okay. Well, that that's... I guess we're just going to wait for the future and uh, we'll, we'll check back in a year and see how things are now. Assuming we're all, you know... Still here, <laughs> not, under, yeah, not under eight lambda or whatever. Yeah, oh gosh, yeah, no kidding. But uh, oh, I man, know that so. there's another tidbit piece of info that's just burning in your head that you just want to say. Go ahead, Dan. Just let let fly. Well, okay. I, I, I'm like, wow. Oh. Could if only somebody could tell me how many days it was till a certain <laughs> event. Did you forget oh, to calculate you how many it? days? To no, LBO? I put it later in the schedule because we were going to be talking about it. Oh, <laughs> oh well, like you, gotta, you, you didn't expect me to read this thing, you, did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now that we've uh, gotten ahead of ourselves, forty-one days to LVO. Hey, hey so yeah, a little, I'll little more surprise later. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> <laughs> you could have um, done like a. You know, yeah, yeah, okay. like, no, I was confused. I'm like, where the hell are you going? I don't know where you're going with it either, to be fair. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, wow. Okay. Jeez, I thought I was lobbing up a softball for you, yeah. but never mind. Yeah, not so much. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I mean, it's getting ready for LVO, though, we've been getting a lot of games in. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I've actually I've started uh, helping coordinate here on the, the Vegas side of things a little bit, uh, working with uh, Duarte, and, uh, who sponsored quite a purchase of... Uh, stuff for the event so i've got that warehoused out at p9 and i'm expecting table shipments to be coming in hot and heavy from lj so that should be good oh nice plus we got to make sure all our local tables are ready to go but uh yeah we're getting down there (laughs) oh yeah yeah yeah. how many star tours boards are you gonna have now (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna have the entire like uh tarmac out there now no well yes i mean once I'm, I'm sure once I can get this to a, a photo-ready state, because, yes, I'm still painting some terrain. Oh. Uh, I mean, comparing that to the old uh, 2020 Star Tours board, I, I don't think it'll be recognizable. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah, I know you were 3D printing a lot of stuff. Speaking of 3D printers, John oh, yes. threw his hat in the ring and is now a 3D printer person and artisan. Uh, yeah, I uh, I got it plugged in. I figured out how to put filament in the spool, and <laughs> I used the sample code that was given to me on the SD card to print a small owl. Oh. So I'm hot damn well, that's some good stuff. I'm well on the way to becoming <laughs> a 3D printing artist. <laughs> okay, because we're gonna need about 15 more tables by the time LVO comes around. Uh, you, are you up to it? I mean, if you want a table full of small owls, <laughs> then we're good. This is gonna be like the Sabine Wren clan Wren time. A planet full of statues of owls. <laughs> owls. Gotcha. Owl. Wow. Uh, of all the exact same size. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's this table full of owls? <laughs> Who did this? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, Why? I, I think I found our episode title. Uh, I'm just writing that down. <laughs> Uh, but well, anyways, anyway, you guys uh, oh, man. have been uh, doing the local uh, Slow Grow League yeah. for Legion, and it's completed now, right? Well, yep, uh, first, the first season, yep. First for, season. Oh, first season, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, first season completed. We're uh, 
I'm coordinating with the uh, store owner over at Power Nine to uh, get set up for our second one, which will be running January first. Cool. Or January twentieth. So we're literally right up to LVO. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I'll jump definitely jump in for that one. I was going through some you know surgeries and redoing my studio and all that. So well, I was yeah, definitely... you're, you're doing all the a lot of admin work over for LVO since you're support staff. You're not actually playing. Yes, yeah. I did like fifteen to twenty hard minutes there. Of, uh... <laughs> well, I hope LJ is not listening. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm, I'm staying up at night thinking about this. And I'm losing hair. It's it's horrifying. LJ. You monster! What have you done to me? <laughs> but how, how would you guys think of it? Would you? So when did you end up playing? How many games? Dan, um, let's start with you. <laughs> so we had we had pods of four people. Okay. Um, and of course we've mentioned previously that John and I got assigned in the, the same, same pod. pod so. yeah, I don't see either of you wearing a little crown, which I expected. No. Yeah, no, yeah. Right. So that that was fun. Um, I went one and two. And John went two and one. Yep. So, what? Yeah, you so, lost. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. The uh, last game was playing against Micah McClure, who uh, ended up oh. winning our pod. And actually was the only undefeated person in the whole league. So actually, he, yeah. He's a bit of a, a dark horse coming in from 40K, right? Yeah. He was a really good 40K player. Um, and he came in with the list. Uh, do you want to go into the list right now? Oh, yeah. Well, I talked about it previously because I had played him before oh, yeah, last yeah. episode. Yeah. Where, uh, D- just he, to he refresh had, my memory. Yeah, uh, so he's running, uh, it wasn't running Kraken, he was sorry, running uh, Kalani. Kalani. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Kalani, two HA, uh, B2 squads with the HA and mm-hmm, the T-Series. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else? He had the uh, triple staffs yeah. and mm. just a bunch of B1s just to pad out the activations. Just a just huge amount of activation weapons. control. Yeah, so he was running, I think, was it 10 activations? I it was 10 activations. 10 oh. activations. Um, it was really, so I mean, I... To refresh, I was running Yoda, Triple Wookiees, Chewbacca, and three pretty much naked clone squad, uh, phase one clone squads. Okay. Um, eight activations. I got some good mileage out of it, but I realized there's a lot of weaknesses. It's very one-dimensional in what it does. Um, yeah, it looks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, which works great in some cases. Uh, that list that he has has a lot of things that are hard counter to it. Um, really? Those staps, the, the ability for staps to just completely outflank mm. um, mm-hmm. and, you know, get around the side, uh, fire my backside. The the thing that really crushed me, though, and I, I mean, you had mentioned this in your game with him, mm-hmm. um, the two pip that the super attack comes with, with a disengage, oh, where yeah. it automatically gives them disengage. Um, I, you know, I got my Wookiees in there engaged with his B2s, and then all of a sudden that disengage card comes out and he just backs up. And I never played against B2s before. Uh, B2s at range two are ruthless. Turns out they've got <laughs> yeah. a lot of shots there. Just, yeah. uh, they they crush rookies. I mean, they, I mean, they, having the ability to get rid of cover with the the HA. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, even even the, the mighty rookies oh, could not hold the that. mighty yeah. have fallen. <laughs> oh yeah, man! So well, that's good. I'm excited that we have. Um, I mean, we've got a couple of droid players, but it sounds like he's really competitive minded. So that'll be great to get yeah. some games against. Yeah. Um, I don't think I, we had anybody playing Staps before, really. No, I actually that's the first game. First yeah. game I played against Triple Staps. Wow. So both, you know, and, and people listening are probably like, "Wait, I mean, those have been part of the meta for a while. We just didn't have that." <laughs> oh, you. Not in Vegas, yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm glad I got a chance to play against it. He's a good player. Um, it actually came down to we were playing Sab, uh, sabotage moisture evaporators. Mm. Um, we tied on, you know, on the the evaporators, so it came to points. Oh really? And, yeah. oh, okay, so very close game. Yeah. Well, so that's it good. Ended up being really close. Yeah. Um, but still, I mean, it's a, it's a great list. 
He's a, a good player, so I look, I, I'm good. I'm happy to see not only do we have new blood, but also new competitive players. Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, of course, every all new players are uh, we're excited to have, but uh, I'm very gl- glad it was a close game, unlike Dan's. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> well, speaking of no. not close games, our Uh-oh. game that we played. <laughs> oh, you guys played John each other. I, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. we had to. We're in the same pod. Right, right. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, Wookiees just climbing over buildings and raining death from rooftops. <laughs> How many times did I shoot ro- ro- what I call them roof Wookiees? <laughs> the roof Wookiees, <laughs> yeah. Wookiees. <laughs> ah, see, what you got up there is you got a bad case of roof Wookiees. It's going to take a while to get those things out. It's not going to be cheap, I got to tell you. You just portmanteau them into roofies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So the uh, You're right, absolutely. <laughs> so I, I took two squads of the melee Wookiees with the battle shield, and I took one of the um, ranged Wookiees with um, Overwatch and the uh, bowcaster. So I parked, you know, that squad up in a, a nice, you know, nice view of the battlefield, and um, I don't remember what our objectives were, but it was something that brought it in close, right? Um, I actually I did take pictures of it, but I'm gonna have to dig through my. Essentially, we were playing like on a three by three map because the objectives had been concentrated so close in the center. Um, so it seems we're like doing key a, a Wookiee's delight. We we're doing key positions. Um, anyway, so yeah, so it was key positions, and yeah, with the <laughs> yes, I, I found it here. It's a long march supply drop key positions. Is yeah. what we did. Yeah. So parking those Wookiees up there, and, and I think Dan kind of got stuck in a, a sunk fall or a sunk cost fallacy where mm-hmm. he just kept shooting at him, and he's like, "Well, you know, I've already invested this much into shooting him off mm-hmm. the board." Um, so I was able to, you know, do a lot more damage than he probably anticipated oh, with those Wookiees. That this is the ranged pierce with mm-hmm. the bowcaster is just gross. Yeah, and especially as a red save army, it's yeah, yeah. No, it, it's tough because I know exactly what you're talking about. It, it, like you say, the sunk cost fallacy, but does it apply? I mean, you, rule 101 of like tabletop miniature gaming is focus fire, delete a unit, go to the next. Don't split your fire. Yeah. So at what point does it become that sunk cost and identifying the spots where it's like, well, I'm really not getting it done. But by the time, well, at least for me, by the time I recognize that situation, it's way too late. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, okay, I needed to kill two of those units last turn and it's not going to happen at this point. And there goes the game. Goodbye. You yeah. know, that kind of thing. And on top of that, you know, when I've got Yoda out there with his three pip, yeah. where I can, yeah. you know, give them a standby and then and guidance them and then, <laughs> you know, share aims and share dodges with them. Yeah, it ends up, you know, Yoda's a great support piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Yoda was standing behind the building that had the roof wookies on it, just handing them everything. How many points is Yoda? 205 points. That's a hell of a support piece, 200 dude. points. <laughs> with, with, yeah, I mean, once you put the other... Just the force multiplier force, he makes yeah. the Wookiees. I guess, just, yeah. Well, and then the force barrier, so I'm canceling... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... I think that saved, God, what, six to seven damage over that entire game? Yeah. <laughs> that's stupid force, force barrier. Yeah. Did so, you have any medics or anything? Nope. 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 Just, I mean, I had, I had Chewbacca oh, okay. to, you know, in case he had gotten to Yoda, so I could, you know take some wounds off Yoda, but mm. not even that. I mean, I think Yoda was pretty much unscathed for the most of that game. Yeah, he was. So I tried to flank my Vader around the side, and you had one group of Wookiees, well, pounce on him from, yeah. the roof, from another rooftop. Yeah, oh, I, I was able to tie that up, and op, you know, going into your, your list, because, you know, I've not played against Op Vader, and I've not played against the new Op Vader, so mm-hmm. um, I was a little scared of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, despite you know what uh, what Colby was able to do with his uh, his B ones that one game, I knew that was kind of an anomaly. And oh, yes. <laughs> realistically, I wasn't ex- going to expect those results. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I think having him kind of get tied up on the side and not being able to affect the the general melee going on in the middle uh, kind of helped me a little bit. It wasn't a lot of melee. It was a lot of death raining from rookies. Yeah, <laughs> <The> roofies. <laughs> death by roofies. Uh, I'm, I, I'm still yeah. shocked by your use of the word portmanteau. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been echo- echoing ahead, around in my head for the last few minutes. But anyways, uh, any other but, highlights from this oh, uh, series? Yeah, Things you so, might do change um, differently in the next uh, league? Well, possibly my most memorable game ever was with Colby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not because of what was posted on Facebook about the game, <laughs> which I'll get to in a minute, but some interesting uh, highlights. I won't I won't battle report this step by step, uh, but we were playing uh, Recover Supplies and uh, Hemmed In. Okay. So there wasn't oh. a lot of space, so it was, okay. it was interesting. Uh, he puts one of his B1s on his side because he put his box off to the side. I put mine right in the middle mm-hmm. next to the main one because I knew I was just going to infiltrate on top of him. So I dropped, I didn't. Um, and Inferno Squad off on the middle. Uh, but anyway, I grab all the boxes, I'm pulling back, and he literally just drives his AA-5 tank right into <laughs> my central mass of troops, <laughs> displaces five troops. <laughs> wow. I didn't twice because it was a double move. <laughs> wow. You think he's... Uh... So I was dogpiling boxes, and the tank said, I want to dogpile too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> on everything. All right. Um... The downside with that is he drops his tank off literally right on Vader's doorstep. Oh, <laughs> Vader don't play. So yeah, two turns later, Vader had cut the tank in half. Yeah. Uh, had an interesting duel with uh, uh, Count Dooku in the middle of the board that literally came down to dice rolls. Wow. Uh, okay. Where it was literally well, he attacked. Doesn't it always come down to yeah, dice rolls? Well, <laughs> it was into the fray VIP card, by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Vader only survived Dooku with one health left thanks to into the fray and all those surge tokens. Oh, nice. Um, and of course, coming out of that duel with Dooku, so Vader now has killed the tank and Dooku. Wow. Uh, surrounded by four squads of B1s after Dooku had died. So I'm like, I'll just force pull this, you know, squad of B1s into me so that I'm bubble wrapped and safe. Yeah. <laughs> So seven Wait, B- with one health? With one health. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, B1s. Oh, okay. They, they, you know, they only hit on, you know, hit on. Hit, they don't surge on, on melee. You know, I've got red defense dice. They rolled seven hits <laughs> in melee <laughs> on, with one aim token. Yeah. Yeah. So that was yeah, ignominious. And, uh, well, and I'm like, okay, I still got red defense dice. I've got, you know. A, a surge because of seven the hits with one health dude i, I <laughs> yeah. mean at what point is your confidence shaken um so let's just say i got <laughs> of seven hits i got five blanks and two surges oh <laughs> so you force pulled in the unit with a karate protocol basically <laughs> yes. what you're telling me. <laughs> so yes we, we posted that up on the main facebook page and thank you to the uh the 150 or so people that reacted to that <laughs> I was told to turn in my Empire card by the end of the day. Yes, yeah. No <laughs> um, longer in the Empire. Yes, uh, and that uh, apparently those B1s had Dark Trooper software installed. With them, <laughs> yeah, so. right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, it, it was a, uh, a very, very uh, roller coaster of a game. Okay. That. Uh, I did end up winning on um, objectives, though, because I had grabbed three boxes and was able to uh, get them out of there before all that crazy fireworks happened. So Nice. Uh any so, yeah. uh, any changes that you would make going into the next season? Because this is going to be basically your last chances to get games in before some sort of event that's coming up at the end of January, right? Oh yeah, so I, I've already reformatted my my uh, list, and I, the core is still the same. It's still 
I now it's two Vaders. Well, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I I was waffling between two ISFs or two ORGs, and mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, let me split the difference. One ISF, one IRG. Okay, that's a thing yeah. you can do. Actually, no, so, that actually, it's yeah. it's actually been working. Oh, good. Quite well. Okay, yeah, yeah sounds pretty good. You I mean, yeah, they, they, they do two totally different things. So yeah, 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 yeah. So now I've got three infiltrate units, so I can just drop on objectives, um, and as well as another melee unit to help back up Vader. Yeah, and I mean, Iden flexes as a melee unit, so it's. And yeah. I'm looking at John. So you've got your IRG as a linebacker unit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, That's he didn't correct. immediately correct me. Right. No, you're good. <laughs> yes. uh, but in the few games I played in the interim, um, those IRG have either gathered all the hate, or they have just been immortal and and just annihilated lines. I I've killed three to four squads of tr of rebel troopers with that thing in one game alone. <laughs> Actually, been, I, I just yeah. thought of something that mm -hmm. I can use to relate its role a little bit more on the battlefield. It's the water boy unit. There you go. That's well, it. Water yeah. boy's a linebacker. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. I just have to reference an Adam Sandler movie, and you're good. There it is. See, <laughs> easy. Sports uh... is easy. <laughs> yeah, I think for my list, and we'll talk about it a little bit in the next segment because there's some some stuff that's coming out of recent tournaments that has kind of inspired me a little bit. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. But I think with Yoda and Wookiees, I think Yoda is awesome. I think the Wookiees are awesome. I don't know how well they synergize because Yoda's main function is as a support piece, mm -hmm. and there are other pieces he supports better than Wookiees. Mm. Interesting. I think if I want to run triple Wookiees like I always do, and if I want to do it in Republic... I'm possibly thinking about how to incorporate Anakin. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. All right. Now I've been, I've been hearing more and more buzz about Anakin, so I'd be really curious to see what you can say. But, uh, okay, let's take a short break here. We're going to listen to our sponsors. But uh, let me also take a second to thank our Patreon members that are keeping us uh, flying here and recording. Appreciate that. And welcome our newest Imperial Outrider, Holton Hester. Thank you very much for your support. Please stop on by the Discord, message us if you got anything going on. But uh, hey, buddy, thanks. Uh, otherwise, we'll be right back to talk about some major events. Hey, guys, Matt here to tell you about our friends over at 6up Supply. If you're like me and don't have access to your own 3D printers, 6up Supply has you covered with a whole suite of printing services to bring those awesome files to life. The Outriders are proud to be partnered with 6up, and you could find special themed terrain, gear, and tokens with a big discount for Patreon members in the Outrider Central section of the website. And that's not all. You can also get terrain bases, game supplies, tools, LED kits, and more. Stuff is being added all the time. So stop by the number 6upsupply.com and use coupon code OUTRIDER to save 10% on your next order and let them help you up your game. You are receiving the Legion Outriders podcast. Ending the transmission now would be most unfortunate. And now, the Outriders. How's it going, Outriders? Welcome back. Uh, in the break, Dan has gone and seen Spider-Man, so now we're going to just go and transition <laughs> over to talking about everything Spider-Man. What is your favorite Spider-Man thing? Oh, man, those post credit scenes. Yeah! Wow, it's like he actually saw it. <laughs> How does he stay so topical? Uh, yeah, we had a couple of large events coming out of uh, the 
Nolan's Open and also PAX had a event for Legion, which uh, generated some interesting results. We're going to go ahead and take a look at the uh, leaderboard there for PAX, and uh, John's got the list there in front of him. What can we glean from the uh, the top tables there at the old Paxi? So the oh man. There was a lot of like with both of these tournaments. There's a lot of really unique lists that came out. We're, we're kind of we talked about earlier. I think last podcast, like we're kind of in a wild west right now when it comes to like what the meta is. And our wild west has now transitioned to like the the cursing tombstone Timothy Oliphant uh, <laughs> uh, wild west. It's 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 crazy out there. Like not, people not, are dying left and right. Not Will Smith wild wild west. That's a little bit wackier fun than no. I was going for. No, okay, but, uh, I mean, but it's got the spider droid. Yeah, so spider- oh, there is a spider droid in that. Damn it. Yeah, you're right. I, <laughs> I reject my reality and substitute yours. So these are the first two tournaments I think in the U.S. like a in-person tournament that have actually featured the Kashyyyk wave stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe PAX you were allowed to use the Yoda and New Wookies. I don't think New Orleans was. I don't believe they were. I think I remember looking at the list, and I don't think the, the Yoda was allowed in at New Orleans Open, because New Orleans Open was an FLG event, and I think they were still playing under the rules. You might be right. Correct me. Check on that and yeah, correct I'll me if I'm wrong. I'll but... to check that, because, well, it's hard to say, because uh, Yoda Wookiees didn't land in the top four, and we were just looking at the top list, but yeah. Okay. Anyway. I, the ones that I looked myself. through, but I know I know at PAX, they were they were there, they were prevalent. I know Evan Bolris, who was one of the guys on the Fifth Trooper podcast, um ran a list that would be near and dear to my heart. It was Chewbacca, Triple Wookiees, and Triple Kashyyyk, uh, or um, Fluttercraft. So, I mean, <laughs> that's a fun list. But, I mean, like, the stuff you, you typically, you know, kind of out there. Uh, but the number one list, so the list that won the event going 4-0, um, this is a really cool list, and it's really interesting how it functions. So it's essentially a Yoda, Padme, Saber Tank list. Um, which... They're, you know, two of those are very expensive units, and, and Padme's, you know, not cheap, uh, including a, a clone commander. So you're dealing with <laughs> basically more than half your army wrapped up in four units, essentially. Um, but the way it functions, it creates basically an area to denial because we talked about it before a little bit, but Yoda's got that three pip card that essentially gives you, um, you know, exemplar, but like super exemplar. Mm-hmm. So you have the ability to share any green token you have. He starts with two dodges. He starts with two aims, two two surges. Um, the ability to do guidance. So he basically becomes a super support. Not that, not just that, but all of your units have order tokens. So with that tank, and with Padme already having exemplar built into her, you can fire that tank four times, foreseeably. On that turn, on his three pip turns. That's gross. Yeah, just and you, gross. And with the correct order of operations with Yoda's command cards, you can get three turns with that three pip card. But think of the investment you're putting into having that thing. I mean, it's a great gun and all that, and it does tons of damage. But uh, yeah, what else are you doing with the rest of your list? Well, uh, yeah, that's eight yeah. activations too. Which, yeah, which used to be like you know crazy skinnier teeth. Yeah, in the old meta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. <laughs> but you know. If you're dealing with a low activation count, taking standbys is kind of the way to mitigate that because then it, you know, your your opponent isn't able to just act freely during their turns. They still have to respect the fact you have those standby tokens. Um, so the way you you know you'd essentially do this is you know you move your tank up at some point, probably not right away, but you move that tank up and you're able to fire it at range four. But then you can take a standby with Padme, 
which she can share with Exemplar to allow the tank to fire again if anything comes within range 2 of it. It's a big base. Range 2 is a, it's a fairly large threat area. Hmm. So if you get one of the objectives that kind of forces everything into the middle, or you can, you know, reduce the size of the board by, you know, picking something like Long March, um, you know, you can really increase the effect of that, that range 2 bubble of Overwatch. Um, or standby. Uh, and then on top of that, of course, Yoda can take a standby himself, which he can share with the Saber Tank, and he can also use Guidance to make Padme take another standby. So, hmm. you know, hmm. everything kind of has to play out the way you want it, but... In a era where we're dealing with a lot of aggressive melee lists, this feeds perfectly into you know into defeating that. Yeah, I don't think you'd want to see that with your Wookiee absolutely list at all. Not. No, no, yeah, not at all. Um, but as you said, you are putting all of your you know all your eggs in one basket or one tank. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's very hard to kill. You know, it's got outmaneuver, so you you are able to cancel. You you can use dodges and you can use dodges to cancel crits. Well. On those three pip turns, Yoda's got two dodges sitting right there for you. Oh, Padme nice. can do quick thinking, give herself an aim and a dodge, which she can share with that tank. Um, you know, you can take a dodge action yourself. So you've got a lot of sources of getting those dodges to cancel that. You have red saves. You can share surge tokens from Padme or from Yoda on those turns. So it's a very hard to kill thing. And of course, he's got R two D two in there. Of course, well, and you you? if you do the manage magical to actually... trash can cherry on top of that, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you know it, it's a very very difficult to remove piece. Uh, you're you're not going to plink it to death. You know you're not going to be able to use snipers or whatever. Like Pierce is a good way to get rid of it. I, I think you know bowcaster wookies could do some work on it and do a little chip. But but I mean yeah, you got you got R two D two throwing mm-hmm. four more health on it. I mean it's I think nine health base. So it's pretty tonky. It's a, it's a very hard piece to remove. Um, and I, you know, obviously Mike got a lot of success with it. You know, he went four and oh, um, you know, I, it, it could be a list that a lot of people are going to look at running at LBO. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I, I want to play around with it. Do you have like any of those pieces? I have all those pieces. You have all those pieces. <laughs> I, I didn't know you had a saber tank. Oh, oh okay, cool. <laughs> it's Can not fully painted yet. That's no. why it's not out. Uh, it's, it's assembled. It's base coated. It has not been fully painted mm. yet. So. Yeah, you had quite the investment this last week of. Uh... Uh, yeah. So <laughs> for, for anyone who doesn't already, I play MCP as well, and I yeah. have all of the MCP stuff that's out in the states so far. Uh, so. Um, I came home with a quite a haul this past week for my friendly local game store because mm. they got everything in at once. So all of the Convocation Wave of MCP, all of the Kashyyyk stuff for both droids and for Republic. So, yeah. <laughs> um, well, Merry Christmas to you. Uh, it, it was. It was like yeah. basically bringing home a Christmas bag full of stuff. Yeah. I think we're brushing over something here, though. Oh. So John has just said that he's going to forsake his Wookiees. Uh, and I play said, I want to dabble in this. I want to I I try it out. That's a good point. Because mm. I want to I know what this list play is like. I don't know if I'm going to bring it to LVO, but I want to know how to beat it, essentially. Hmm. Uh, and like, looking at it, like I, just theory crafting in my head, I think the ways to defeat this, I think double T47 is going to be really good against this list. Anything that's fast and that can get at range, like mm-hmm. hit it at range three. What What's the weak point, do you think? Well, I mean, it, it does have... The back and flanks are both weak points. Yeah. Like, literally weak points of the card. That, there's that. So, or, or would you attack, like, the Yoda or the Padme? Well, Padme or... is the weak... So, Padme is the linchpin in this list. Uh-huh. Because Padme can share that exemplar every turn. So, you're getting that standby every single turn from Padme. Hmm. So, killing her 
eliminates that, and it reduces Yoda's ability to give those standbys from four times a turn to two times a turn. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, even with double T forty seven, like looking at that tank and mm-hmm. all the support it's got, I I don't know. I could get rid of it in two turns of like just full on firing. Chances that you'll get two full turns are pretty pretty small too. <laughs> sure. So. Um, anything that can really force it to commit to one side. So uh-huh. I, I think turn zero goes a lot into trying to beat this list because yeah, if they get long march, good luck. Mm. If they get a you know one of the objectives that forces you to go towards the middle, good luck. Um, so roll out danger close things like something that. like that yeah uh, so there's there's some ways to mitigate that I think but um, I think killing Padme hope for breakthrough and go for it <laughs> <laughs> so with Yoda with his exemplar he can be outside a line of sight like I, like in the game I played against Dan I parked him behind a building yeah and I didn't really move until I had to no so Yoda you don't really need mm-hmm. to expose Padme needs line of sight to share with exemplar so depending on what the terrain state is, she's going to need to get somewhere close enough where she can have line of sight on the tank, which means she may be exposing herself to line of sight to your to your units. So if you are running something like Iden or Cassian or Snipers, you know she's a very, very good target to try to, to make this list at least half as effective. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, and that was the uh, first place list out of there? That was the first place, place list out of Pax. It was yeah. that Mike, Mike Jem? Uh, yeah, Mike uh, Jem. Jemmy. Okay. Kimmy. Um, uh, the other three that uh, placed in the top four, Josh Prosser, Mike Cirillo, who is uh, a good dude. I've played him before at uh, LVO last year, a great player. Um, and then John Lopez. So Josh, the second place person, was running an Imperialist. Uh, this one is interesting. Hey. Is uh, Op Vader and an Imperial Officer. Um, triple Stormtroopers, double IRG, and triple Dubacks. So, so all oh, the melees. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. So lots of melee out on the field. Yep, and it's it's a list that I've seen pop up in other tournaments, and mm-hmm. I think it was pretty prevalent in this latest season of um, Invader League. Uh, I, I think unfortunately it's a list that plays right into that that, uh, that saber, saber tank. tank. Yeah, because everything that needs to move up to get up there. I mean, your your best source of of impact is going to be Vader. Vader. I and mean, it's no slouch. <laughs> no, no, exactly. But you got to get to range two to do it, even yeah. with the saber throw. And yeah, that's. Right in the wheelhouse of that yeah. saber tank. Yeah, I feel like you're going to be sacrificing your royal guards to soak wounds to get them in there and keep them alive in time to you know chop the tank up. But, yeah. but uh, uh, that's cool. Uh, what about the third and fourth? What did they have? So Mike was running a, um, a droid gun line. And oh, okay. This list is kind of cool. It's uh, it's similar to actually to what um, Micah was running in our list in our league, um, except for he was running spider droids, which again I think spider droids are going to be a big. A big thing in this uh, this upcoming meta, um, so double double spider droids, double magna guard, and kraken. kraken okay. Which I like kraken more than kalani. Um, I know you know Mike had some good reasons for bringing kalani, but I think kraken just I don't know. I, I think he does more. Okay. Um, Kalani's more of just a support piece, whereas kraken can do support, and he's also I mean sharpshooter too with Pierce with a better gun. He can um, sling some bolts. Yeah, he's got four red dice in melee. Yeah, he punches way harder. Yeah. <laughs> so I I kind of want to dabble. So this is why I'm, I'm having a hard time deciding what I want to do for the next league because Good. I also I also want to run Magna I mean, Guard. Like this this list is very yeah. similar to what I wanted to run. Also, so yeah, we'll I, I like that people are you know having all these like oh I want to try this mm-hmm. I want to try that 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 I think that's good shows you know. Uh, until things get ironed out but still it seems like it's a healthy state for the game yeah 
Uh, and then John Lopez was running a Republic list. I think it was Wookiees and uh, Clone Commander um, Fives. Yeah, he so basically he put some kitted out Phase One squads, mm. uh, three units of Wookiees with Vocaster, or the melee Wookiees, mm. and uh, a Clone Commander with Padme. So okay. yeah, it's it's a good list, and I think Padme is going to become a more prevalent piece in a lot of Republic lists. Yeah. Um, just because of that exemplar ability. Yeah. Since the, the you know the clone sharing got nerfed quite a bit, so getting the, the exemplar sharing, it's you know just as good. There you go. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that's uh, how many players do they have at packs? Uh, 20... 22. 22. Twenty-two. Yep. Okay, that's a pretty good turnout. Yeah. Uh, but and, uh, we yeah. also had the New Orleans Open that um, happened. Was that the same weekend or pretty close to it? Right. The same exact day. Yeah. They ran on the same weekend. Wow. So okay. it was interesting to have two somewhat major events yeah uh running at the same time and the interesting thing is that they were i think spaced far enough apart where they weren't really cannibalizing each other as far as players oh good yeah which okay. was up in philadelphia i think yeah so, and yeah, of course yeah. down in new orleans so you got kind of the southeast and the northeast drawing those players in. i mean we're... screw us west coast people though, right <laughs> yeah we already had our well fun. and we're gonna, we're going we're to have, have our fun. fun yeah <laughs> i want everything yeah <laughs> And, and you shall have it. <laughs> West Coast and, Best Coast. Uh, I yep. think we mentioned last episode, PAX was run by our good friends over at Six Up Supply. So, Hey, yeah. good job, guys. Uh, okay, yeah, and then so New Orleans Open had, uh, uh, looks like, 26. 26 players. Yeah. So, yeah, about the same. Uh, and of course, I love the, the acronym, the NEW, for this. <laughs> <laughs> so this, I mean, we've said it before, the meta is there is no meta. So there was some some wacky stuff in this one. Uh, first place was Gus Smith, um, Krennic Vader Gunline. Are you sure it wasn't you, Dan, wearing? I was gonna say, yeah. I know. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, this. This looks like my LVO 2020 list like, <laughs> without Vader, but still. Uh, but yeah, Krennic um, Vader, um, Op Vader, two shore troopers, two stormtroopers, two mortars, uh, death troopers, and a sniper strike team. Nice. So, like, all the pew-pews from range. I think uh, I was talking to Tumnus earlier on the Discord, and he's at a, an event this weekend. I think he's running, basically. Yeah, he, a he's a variant event. of this one, yeah. Because yeah. we've been talking to him on our, our Outrider Discord. Yeah. So, yeah, um, w when these results first came in and I was first glancing through them, I'm like, what the heck? Uh, <laughs> weren't we in the melee meta? Were we just talking about this? What? So, I, I really wish there was streaming at these two events, and we understand, yes, these... The venues, unfortunately, charge obscene amounts of money for Internet access. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry to say we couldn't you know, see these games in action. I would have loved to just to see how this played out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, luckily, though, we will have streams at LVO. So, yay. Uh, second place, Flyboys is back. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. We uh, there was no rebels in your top four list over there, was there? Nope. Two Republic, one Empire and oh, one. OK. Yeah, and this, um, over on this side, um, two, uh, three Imperial in the top four and one Rebel. Wow. So. <laughs> but one thing, back, I, baby. <laughs> one thing I will point out, though, so the second place list was was piloted by John Bushman. Yeah, from Bushfax. Mm. Yep. Bushfax, and I've played Bushman before a couple times, I think. Um, yeah. He ran Flyboys back when it was the original Flyboys before Op Luke was out. He he knows that list. Like, yeah. He always he always plays Luke. Um, if, if anybody was ever going to teach like a Luke tutorial, it'd be, Bush, it'd be Bushman. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I mean, this, this list is in very capable hands. We'll put it that way. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so it was a uh, Han operative Luke, uh, Chewbacca, some DLT rebel troopers, rebel veteran, and, uh, three sniper strike teams. So. Wow. Wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. Huh. 
I mean, the, the strike teams are awesome now, thanks to low profile. So mm, not surprising. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, I haven't played any of the sniper teams since those changes. So usually don't like to. John, don't well, they're Wookiees. They take the place of Wookiees. Because you frown at me no, when, I, mean, I, when just... I play snipers. Yeah, and I, and I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> just disgruntled. <laughs> I love Dan as a person, but he and I do not mesh with our play styles. I, gun lines are no fun. Uh, well, I mean, I'm... I'm Evolving out of the gun line. <laughs> He's trying new of, things. Yeah. How about you, John? What are you doing to push your boundaries as a player? I'd put um, Yoda out there. Oh, he's, he, I mean, he's he was just talking. He's gonna, he's gonna forsake his Wookiees for a saber. That's yeah. what he's gonna oh, do. That's a good point. <laughs> well, what is ranged combat except wanting to punch somebody that's like way over there? <laughs> so, as the joke goes. Uh, and uh, third place was run by uh, oh Florf. Florf? Yeah, Florf. Hey. Um, another interesting gun line, uh, Krennic Triple Death Trooper. Hell Whoa. yeah. Yeah, so Hell Krennic, yeah. three shores, three mortars, and one shore had Gideon in it, and then three Death Troopers. Okay. So, yeah. It's just I, a I, that's battlefield fun. full of people garbling static at each other. It's great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I really wish I could have seen these. That, list? Uh, that was, was that one... I only have the list in front of me here. Sorry. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Wow. That was ten. It's crazy to think that you can fit a triple Death Trooper list and still get ten activations. Yeah. That's, that's that's how much they cut the, the Imperial stuff down. <laughs> and you still get like heavy weapon upgrades and all that stuff in there. Wow. It's very exciting. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, our fourth place list. This one was, is oh, exciting. Yeah, by Scott Combs. Double ATSD naked Bosk. <laughs> Does it say naked Bosk on there? Well, Bosk with no upgrades. You're editorializing yes. again. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to say something about a naked. Yeah. So uh, Weiss ATSD, uh, Hammer ATSD, Bosk with no upgrades, uh, three snow troopers, two of them with oh. Astromex, okay. uh, two scout trooper saboteurs, and an E-Web. Like, this is the most random list you could possibly imagine. <laughs> yeah. Like, who has ever made top four in an event with three triple with triple snowtroopers? Never, I've never heard that before. Yeah, I, I've, uh, we talked about it as like a challenge mode before, yeah. but uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> triple snowtroopers, double ATSD, an eweb, an eweb, yeah, and, like, yeah. So I mean, other than boss, they're going deep in the uh, the blizzard force hoth theme here which yeah. is great. maybe yeah setting up hoping that uh, maybe those forces will be the when they get the the theme forces going well and double uh, saps too yeah so yeah and yeah i mean think about think about that list against that saber tank list you're running those double atsts with i mean the hammers pilot is one of them right yeah, yeah. so you got one of them with weiss one with hammers pilot so you're going to be throwing like all of the impact all of the crits at range three or four so you can outrange that saber tank for most of its its uh, standby sharing. Um, you got all the mines out there for the saboteurs to deal with, you know, Wookies or whatever units want to try to engage in melee. It may not play the objectives well, but it throws a lot of dice out there. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I think we I feel like we've traveled from the meta to the counter meta to the counter counter meta at this point. So well, I mean, like the disparity between the top four at PAX and the top four at, at New Orleans Open. I mean, all of those lists in the New Orleans Open are range lists, like range heavy gun line lists. I mean, minus Flyboys, but still, he was running you know triple snipers in there. 
Um, it definitely wasn't a melee list. No, yeah, it's it. The meta is there is no meta. It's oh, you I have no it. idea. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I would just, I would be interested to see what would have happened with the top four at PAX and the top four at New Orleans Open if they played against each other. Like, oh yeah. No, the gun lines. Like, is the is the gun line back? You know, with the prevalence of some of these vehicles. I think it's just. I mean, there is a meta. I think it's just down to your local meta, though. You know, what are people yeah. trying out, and how do you come up with counters, and then then how do they counter your counters, and then when we get everybody mooshed together at LVO, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be one of those battle royale situations. I think with uh, vastly different lists, just kind of seeing it's going to come down to your pairings what you're versing you know if it's going to be something that you're strong against or weak and uh i think there's gonna be a lot of luck in the matchups depending on this to see who's climbing the tables there so i think one telling thing that i i, I think will you know probably shape up more with lvo and maybe with this last season of, of invader league is are we going to see more of the kashyyyk wave stuff in here because we haven't seen a lot of the kashyyyk wave stuff in these lists um, I mean, some of the spider droids and the Magna Guard in in uh, Mike Cirillo's list, but I mean, it didn't sound like New Orleans Open had much in the way of uh, yeah, because the wave. the top what would have had Kashyyyk stuff in it. I don't have the list in front of me, but the top uh, civil uh, Clone Wars faction uh, was eighth place with Lupo. Okay. We're playing a separatist list. Wow! Oh, Lupo was playing a separatist list. Oh. Yeah, interesting because. Lupo, I played Lupo at right. SoCal, he was doing and Rebels, Lupo right? ran a Rebel list yeah. with uh, T-47 and A-5, uh, Cassian, K-2SO, um, and yeah. He, that was your high-fived it out game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, yeah. and the top Republic list was uh, Al Paz at 14th. Yeah, so Ooh, this is like I, I think I remember seeing that New Orleans Open was not allowing Vader Wookiees. I think they were allowing Vader think Wookiees. Were, I'm sorry, uh, Yoda Wookiees. Yoda Wookiees. Yoda Wookiees. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if they, I don't know if they were allowing any of the unreleased US stuff mm. or stuff that hadn't been released at least two weeks. Because if they were if they were abiding by the old, because I could have sworn I read something that they were going to follow the same rules that LVO was doing, which was proxies they allowed. They say okay, yeah. I mean, that, that could, could have be. Maybe people weren't just getting enough reps with it, or um, it wasn't available enough for people to start. That could yeah. very well be because yeah. you know we dealt with that shipping issue here too. Like a lot of that stuff was shortchanged by. The old Asmodee oh, logistics. <clears throat> um, <laughs> the old Asmodee it. logistics is still the current. Yeah. Logistics. I'm sorry, it's, there's uh, no old there. It's, yeah. But there are new overlords. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I mean, like there, there could have been other issues that that prevented that from being wide, widely available. Um, and, but you did see some of it here on the the, the PAX list with um, Mike with Mike Cirillo, um, and obviously with with Mike Jemmy throwing Yoda in that that saber list. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe these results will be complete red herrings, and we'll be uh, next year talking about. Oh, remember the the Fluttercraft LVO winter of twenty twenty two? Crazy times, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've said on a previous episode, I, I was actually hoping that these two events would kind of suss out what the current meta is to make yeah. some more educated decisions for LVO. But yeah, these, we don't need these no education. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, these data points don't line up to anything. Just, <laughs> it's, just, it's just a shotgun pattern basically. on the wall right now. <laughs> yeah. so pick. But like, so that's why it's a great game. Yeah. Because you look at this and there isn't anything where it's just like you have to take this to be competitive. 
you can literally take two ATSTs and E-Web and triple Snowtroopers and be competitive. Yeah, as I was saying, yeah, it might come down to pairings and what you're strong. But, uh, of course, you can't discount the person playing the list, you yeah. know, uh, like you said, with the Flyboy list and, you know, just having those reps in so you know what your list can and can't do. You can still outplay your opponent completely, even even against uh, in the odds not being stacked in your favor. But, uh It'll, I think it'll be setting the bar for difficulty just depending on what you draw. So, yeah. All right, you convinced me. I'm running Yoda and Wookiees again. Uh, good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what I wanted to do. So, <laughs> all right, mission accomplished. But uh, any final thoughts on these lists before we, uh, you know, kind of wrap up and say happy holidays? No, it just got me more pumped for LVO. Good. Yeah, no, very excited for LVO. Wait, uh, when is in, that happening, Dan? In 41 days. What? Yes. <laughs> get out of here. That can't be that soon. <laughs> well, yeah, you've you got to get to work on your table. Yeah, I do. I actually, like, I've got it all. I've put it in a, a carry case now, so I need to actually get it out. Uh, I need to find out what John recommended for the rattle cans for his Jetta board that he did, because I want to basically replicate that kind of style. Yeah, Home Depot, that's like the red-brown color. That's it. <laughs> just looks like there was some gray in there too. I know there was. Oh, I mean, I just yeah, rattled cans. And... See, you're trying to keep your trade secrets a secret, and I don't appreciate mm. that. <laughs> That's why we're gonna have a table full of owls out there instead of my awesome table. <laughs> but anyways, thank you to all our patreons that uh, keep us going and recording. Appreciate you guys. Uh, John, where can people find you? Um, I'm on Instagram at outrider underscore john j o h n. Dan. On the uh, Discord as uh, either Dan Tech or Outrider Dan. Fantastic. And you can find me on Twitter at GRN underscore Archer or on Twitch streaming space sci-fi games, uh, Captain underscore Archer there. Uh, Happy holidays, everybody. I hope you have a, if you're going to be traveling, that you stay safe and all that and uh, come back and we'll we'll see you here soon. I'm not sure when we're going to record again, probably after Yeah, after the New Year's. Yeah, as uh, our next scheduled record because uh, we might have a special guest. That we're oh, that's up. right. Yep. Okay. Santa? Yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> He's just going to be <clears throat> complaining about logistics, too. And <laughs> he couldn't get all the things he needed. But anyways, guys, take care, everybody. We'll see you real soon, Outriders. This concludes the current episode of the Legion Outriders podcast. You may cultivate a tactical advantage by observing the Outriders on Facebook or Twitter at Legion Outriders. Wisdom advocates subscribing to the podcast. Acting otherwise is reckless.